Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The stunner of all stunners, Joe Judge, the next head coach of the New York football giants. What a chaotic, wild 24 hours and to break it all down this gentleman does an outstanding job of covering the football giants you can check him out in the record he's a terrific follow on twitter our good pal art stapleton checks in art how are you good sir what's happening what's up jj yeah it's um amazing how things can turn around in about 24 hours it's uh been a crazy day covering the giants but over the last couple of years you kind of get used to the unexpected so uh Mr. Judge, is New York big enough for two judges? I'm not sure, but uh, Aaron takes the front seat. I think Joe's in the back right now. Yeah, that's for sure. And look, if you would have asked me, I don't know, 48 hours ago, Joe Judge, like he was one of those names that was thrown in with all the other interviews. I'll admit Art, and I pride myself on being a guy who's, you know, into it, watch all the games, pretty well connected. I was like, Joe who? So how did Joe Judge Go from being this, you know, well-respected special teams coordinator with Bill Belichick, obviously has experience with Nick Saban. How exactly did he rise to the top of the heap here and become the front runner for this job? Well, you know, I think first off, JJ, the timing obviously played a, a big role in it. I mean, they they had him interview on Monday. There was no one else on the docket. It was kind. Of, they had Sunday to kind of take their break after their first four interviews. McCarthy was getting the job in Dallas. And I think I think they identified Joe Judge as a guy who down the line would be a head coaching candidate that kind of fit the, the mold that they wanted. They they from everything I heard from inside the Giants over the last year or so, they didn't like their head coach being on the sideline with his head in a play sheet. And that happened with Ben McAdoo and his, you know, menu and Pat Shermer had the same situation. He's calling plays, not necessarily in charge of the entire team as much as they would like. So I think Judge was kind of that guy of, you know what? We know the love that the Giants have for Belichick. We know they've inter- you know they interviewed two Belichick assistants the last time with Patricia and McDaniel's. I think there is that allure for the Giants and Belichick. So I think that's kind of how Joe Judge got on the on the docket. And I think once he got in the building. Um, they left that meeting from everything that I've been told and said, you know what, wait a minute. You know, we, we may have thought this guy was inexperienced and he was a year away, but maybe we need to make the jump here. And I think the way things fell out with, with rule and, um, the chips kind of fell down. I think the Giants just looked at it and said, you know what, if we're going to take a big swing, let's take a big swing with a guy that we think fits the mold, the best that's left on our, uh, you know, in our candidacy. Well, there's no question this is a big swing. And look, Art, I've been going crazy over the last few weeks, trumping up Matt Rule as the guy I wanted. I watch a lot of college football. I think he's done a fantastic job. If you look at what he was able to do with Temple, going to Baylor, considering how grave that situation was, he gets him a game away from the college football playoff. I mean, they're playing on New Year's Day, and he's a program builder we knew there was interest in Matt Rule going back to last year when the Jets easily could have hired him. 
How stunned were you? Forget about Carolina for a minute. When you found out the terms of his contract. Now, or it's not my money. I'm not signing a check. I have nothing to worry about. So, like, I can be the guy saying, yeah, I would have given it to him. But, again, it's not my money. But when you saw that contract for Matt Rule, what was your reaction? You know, it was a lot. Uh, I mean, I, you know, just to put it blankly, I mean, uh, you know, seven years and $62 million, I think it was, and, you know, another $10 million reportedly in incentives, plus a $6 million buyout, which had to be negotiated down because the rumors over the weekend was that the buyout was close to double figures, um, you know, 10 to $15 million from Baylor. Um, look, I mean, I, I do think the Giants – miscalculated in one sense is that if they uh, if they identified rule they should have they should have gone to his house i mean carolina went to his house yesterday um and they were with him and they were with his family and that sets a tone you know and, and the problem is that i think the giants thought that if they got rule on their turf the allure of the Giants' job and the fact that he knew he had been in that building, he worked for a year in that building, I think they thought once they got him in the building, they wouldn't let him leave. And I do think that's a miscalculation on their part because, as it turned out, David Tepper and the Panthers would not allow Rule. Uh, they they basically made him an offer like he couldn't refuse. I mean, that, like you said, that contract, you're making a first-year NFL head coach – one of the highest paid coaches in the league. That is a big, big statement. And, you know, that's another big swing. So I give Carolina credit for going after what they wanted, but it is definitely a big risk. And I felt the same way about Rule as you did. I thought Rule was the guy. I thought he fit. He checked all the boxes for the Giants. He wanted to be here. Uh, and I have to be honest, I think if you talk to Matt Rule, even last night after David Tepper made that offer to him, if he was honest, he would say, man, I never thought I was going to get this offer from the Panthers in this situation. He thought he was getting on that plane to come here to the Giants. Uh, and the fact that he didn't, uh, I think, just speaks volumes to how Carolina just went all in on him. And Art, that's my biggest problem. They should have gone the extra mile for this head coach. I know he's vacationing in Mexico. Find your way to Mexico. I mean, you're the New York Giants, for goodness sakes. You find his way to Waco. I mean, you got to do everything in your power to lend the guy that's your number one choice. And you've been covering this team. You know the names that have been out there. From all of the reporting that you have been doing over the last couple of weeks, Art, did you get the sense Rule was the forerunner for this job? Yeah, I mean, J.J., I wrote three stories last night and put them in the can to have running today because I thought Matt Rule was going to be named the head coach of the Giants today. I mean, I mean, it... it all signs were pointing to rule on both sides. You know, this was not a, well, Giants are saying one thing and rule is saying another. I truly believe that up until Carolina kind of made their pitch yesterday, um, he was going to be with the Giants. But, you know, I do think that the Giants try to stay true to their search. I do give them credit. I think this was a more uh, expansive search and a better search than what they put together in 2016 and 2018. Uh, but at the end of the day, perception is reality, right? So if Matt Rule is one of your top guys and it's perceived as he's your top guy, well, then you're going to have problems either way with your coaching search. And the same thing happened with Pat Shermer and Matt Patricia. If you remember, there was a lot of – there were, were reports. I mean, I think the Daily News not taking shots at those guys, but the back page was it's Matt Patricia, 
and it wasn't. It was Pat Shermer, and then there was the idea that, well, the Giants got their second guy because Matt Patricia went to Detroit. I don't believe that was the case, uh, but that that is kind of what happens in these coaching searches. It's kind of crazy. Art Stapleton, wall-to-wall coverage of the New York Giants. Check him out in the record. And Or what would you say to the Giant fan right now that is very concerned yet again that they're bringing in a head coach with no coaching experience? So, look, we've seen coaches come from the coordinator ranks or like John Harbaugh as the special teams coach and turn into one of the best. So, to say that it can't happen is just ridiculous. Of course it can. But when you whiff on Ben McAdoo, when you whiff on Pat Shermer, I know a lot of Giant fans call me and said, J.J., I want a coach who has legitimate coaching experience, whether it's in the NFL or college. How big of a concern should that be? Yeah, I, I mean, I do I do agree with that. I, and, and I can't make a statement to the Giant fan about having faith in what they're doing because their recent history um, going back to Super Bowl Forty Six, is that Every time you think they're making the right move, somehow it backfires on them. Um, so my my statement would really – I'd flip it. I, I'd say it's really more about the organization and John Mara and Steve Tisch and Dave Gettleman and, and Kevin Abrams and anyone else is there. You know, it's time to stop being defiant about what people think about the Giants and where they're going and stuck in the past. And, and it, you need to embrace it because – more and more people who are in one of the most loyal fan bases that I've ever seen in sports with the Giants are becoming disenfranchised with the team that they would do anything for, that they waited on wait lists and PSLs and everything else. So my message is almost to the opposite. It's listen to the fans now because they're not just moaning and complaining. This is a real um crisis of consciousness in terms of what they believe the Giants are doing. And I do think some of that is the public persona that Dave Gettleman has put out there. Um, and I don't, the Giants can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So the only way that they can solve it is by winning football games. And whatever decisions they make are going to affect those football games. And I think that's kind of – it sounds weird – but that's the only way they're going to regain the trust of this fan base. They need to win because they're going to say that, you know, Joe Judge blew him away in an interview, and he may have, but they said the same thing about Pat Shermer two years ago, and that's the problem. I can't tell them that they needed to take a swing and step out of the box because I think this was an out-of-the-box out of hire, but I also i am hesitant to declare a winner uh, as far as the so- coaching search goes, because we've all seen how it happens where you think guys are going to be great hires and then all of a sudden, you know, things don't work out. And, you know, in two years, you're you're rebuilding again. So that's kind of this rut that the Giants are in. That's my biggest problem, Art, because if the Giants right now were on much more stable footing and they were the organization they were, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, you look at this hire and you'd say, you know what? They're bringing them in. They're giving them a chance. They have the right framework in place. But then I look at the way the Giants have been run over the last few years. I do question what I've seen from their ownership. I do question what I've seen from their general manager. And I think that is why there's going to be a sense of skepticism. I have no idea what Joe Judge, quite frankly. I don't think you know. I don't think anybody really knows what he's going to be as an NFL head coach. But you have to understand, right, as a guy covering the team, why a good majority of people – 
will feel in a way disenfranchised because they felt the organization was going to go a certain way and they don't. And right now they just don't have the trust that the people in place are going to find a way to get it right. Let's put it this way, J.J. I mean, you and I both feel the same way about Matt Rule. I thought he would be a home run hire. I think Carolina, you know, now unfortunately for Rule, he's going to have that contract over his head down in Carolina. Uh, I don't know necessarily if he would have had that. You know, so I don't think that's a good – I mean, look, it's a great thing in his wallet right now. But as far as going forward now, he's going to have to answer to that contract. You know, I think of Nate Solder and everything that he's had to do with the Giants – you know, he's answered from that contract for, from day one. Every time he steps on that field, that contract uh, is hanging over his head, $62 million. Ironically, it's the same number for Matt Rule, um, so we know how difficult that is going to be. But in terms of where the Giants are, I mean, look, this is, this is the, way it's, the way it is. And I don't know if there was a candidate other than Bill Belichick coming back home as people were trying to get that rumor mill started again as they did a couple years ago. Um, I don't know if there was any candidate that the entire fan base would embrace and say, you know what, this is the guy because of that lost faith. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, when the Giants say trust us, the problem is the people who are saying trust us, there are a lot of fans who believe that they've been let down by the same people who have said trust us. And, you know, Dave Gettleman said in his end-of-the-season press conference, that he recognizes the fact that some of what he considers throwaway lines uh, have come back to bite him, you know, the stuff about the analytics and, um, you know, we didn't sign Odell to trade him and, you know, stuff, all that stuff. Well, fans are going to use that against you. They're, this is a smart fan base. This is a smart city. People know what they're dealing with, and they're a pretty quick judge of character. And once they judge your character, it's going to be very hard for you to change their perception and their, and their ideas of what they think of you. So I think the Giants are in a situation where, look, right now they have a, they have a, a quarterback that they believe in, and they need to do what they can now. Now that Joe Judge is going to be their head coach when they, when they officially announce him, likely on Wednesday, um, but they need to do what they can now to, to develop Daniel Jones. They don't have an offensive coach here. I mean, yes, he has a little bit. He was a quarterback in high school, but he's not an offensive coach. They need to be able to sign somebody on the offensive side of the ball that's going to take control of this offense and really take the Giants to the next level based on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I mean, that's really what they have to do, and right now we don't have that answer. You just nailed a great point. I think hiring – Proper offensive and defensive coordinators are an absolute must. I mean, they are for many teams, but when you have a first-time head coach, when you have a guy who's coming from a special teams wide receiver background where he's going to be delegating, which is fine. I mean, John Harbaugh has done it for years where he does have great offensive coordinators. He has Greg Roman. He had Gary Kubiak. He had Jim Caldwell for so many years. So I think finding that guy to put alongside Daniel Jones is a must. From what you're hearing at this point, Art, who should we be looking at as far as an offensive and a defensive coordinator? You know, it's funny, J.J., because I've been going back and forth. I mean, that, there was all the confusion over Jason Garrett that played out uh, on Tuesday, the idea of when did the Giants request permission to speak with the Cowboys because Garrett's contract isn't up until January 14th, so technically the Giants had to request permission. There was a report put out there that they weren't looking for him as a head coach. They were looking for him as an offensive coordinator. From what I was able to find out, Jason Garrett 
the permission was the request went out on Sunday night from the Giants to the Cowboys because they were resetting the week and the way the Giants were working is that until Jerry Jones made an announcement on Jason Garrett, they weren't going to put a request in to talk to Jason Garrett because all of a sudden that would give Jerry the, uh, you know, some sort of upper hand and be able to hold things out. So I've been told Garrett is not in consideration for the offensive coordinator. It was really all about setting up a head coaching interview and just kind of covering themselves this week, just in case things fell apart. Now, remember that was before they interviewed judge, on Monday, and there was that feeling that maybe Rule would go back to Baylor, which was strong. Um, so I really don't have an offensive coordinator that I look at and say, you know what, they may grab this guy. I mean, could I see them keeping Mike Shula? Could could he stay as offensive coordinator and expand his role and uh, have him become a play caller? You know, he has a great relationship with Daniel Jones. Shula didn't call plays under Pat Shermer, so is there a feeling that, well, we keep the continuity with Daniel and then we bring Joe Judge in and maybe they hire somebody younger to be the quarterback's coach to be with them? I'm not sure which the way they're going to go. I don't have that name Unfortunately, right now that I'd say, you know what, absolutely. You know, people have thrown around Jay Gruden. Um, I, I can't see Jay Gruden. My problem is if you're the Giants, you're either going to bring uh, someone who had a head coaching experience who can come here and be a, take a major position role like a co- coordinator or a position coach. But if you bring in Jay Gruden here, you're setting up uh, this back and forth between Gruden wants to be a head coach, Joe Judge is your head coach. Now you're creating problems. I don't see that as an option. Um, as far as the defensive side of the ball, uh, I like Chris Richard. i, I got to be honest. Uh, they interviewed him last Thursday for the head coaching job. Um, I know things didn't go great in Dallas, but that was really a Richard, uh rod Marinelli show, so it wasn't really Richard's ball game. I like the idea that Richard, you know, he was credited with being a great coach of fundamentals with the Legion of Boom, um, and I would love to see Richard kind of dig in with the secondary and with these guys on on the field. So I'd look at at Richard and and maybe even like a, a Wade Phillips um, to come in and and be that defensive coordinator, um, almost like the way uh, Wade provided that stability. Uh, and that experience for Sean McVay when he took over in the Rams, you know, maybe they can give give um, Joe Judge somebody to look at. Um, one other name on the offensive side that I thought of, um, and you would be very familiar with him since your team just fired him, is Chad O'Shea. Is Chad O'Shea. Chad O'Shea, Patriot Obviously guy. Has the connections with, uh, with Joe Judge. Joe Judge actually replaced Chad O'Shea as wide receivers coach uh, in New England. So I could see that. Another name from New England is Mick Lombardi. He was the assistant co- uh, quarterbacks coach up in New England. Maybe he gets an expanded role and comes down as the quarterbacks coach from New Jersey, son of Mike Lombardi. But um, those are kind of the names that I've been tossing around. But I, I do think it's a blank slate. And I think um, Joe Judge really needs to take advantage of it. I think the Giants need to kind of take a step back and advise him uh, when he's looking for advice, but you got to let the guy pick his staff. You have to let him rely on relationships that he's made um, to build his staff because that was really what let Pat Shermer down to me the most. Um, so the other name I would throw out to you, JJ, and I know it's a long-winded answer, Bill Callahan. 
I would have. Oh, I, I love that. Let me I tell you right now, Art. You can hire Bill Callahan as far as an offensive line guru. He's as good as it gets. Yep, and I, I, I think Bill Callahan, um, if you bring him in for this offensive line, he's the best offensive line coach the Giants have had since Pat Flaherty. It wouldn't even be an issue. Uh, Callahan, you know, is an all-timer as far as what he's been able to do. Look what he did in Washington with all the injuries. You know, he, he has that head coaching experience. He knows the division. Um, I, I would love that would if I were Joe Judge, that would be my first hire. I wouldn't even worry. But you know what? I, I'd almost think, you know, does Bill want to be an assistant head coach, offensive line coach? Bring him in here. You know, get the offensive line in order. You know, who wouldn't want to see? You look at what Callahan did with Eric Flowers this year, moving the guard. Who wouldn't want to see Callahan work with with uh, Will Hernandez and see what Will Hernandez can become a year under Bill Callahan? That's the kind of move that I would make. So, as much as we're going to talk about what they're going to do for Daniel Jones, I think Bill Callahan is the one guy that, if you're telling me Art, you can pick one assistant coach. For Joe Judge, I'd say it's Bill Callahan, and I wouldn't even blink twice. All right, all right. Final one. Joe Judge, the head coach. This will be Judge, no pun intended, over the next couple of years. What do you, as a Giant fan, want to hear in his opening presser or leading up to training camp? For me, it's like that quality, and maybe you can get in a press conference. Maybe you can't. I need a leader of men coaching this team. I feel like they have not had that the last two hires. That guy who's going to be able to command the locker room, who's going to be able to guide you through adversity in the way that Tom Coughlin was able to do it for a long time. What are you going to be looking for in that opening presser from Judge? Well, first off, he needs a suit that fits. Yeah, that will be nice, right? Uh, Get it tailored. That's a good start. No Ben McAdoo. And then, obviously, Pat Shermer's press conference started with the flicker of the lights in the auditorium. The lights went out as soon as Pat Shermer started his introductory press conference. So, um, I'd say that would be a pretty good start. Uh, You know, my biggest takeaway right now for Joe Judge is, look, the guy has – he's learned under Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. I would not come here trying to be Bill Belichick or Nick Saban. I want to be Joe Judge. I'm here. Um, this is who I am. Sell myself the way I sold myself in the interview because that's what got you the job. Um, so that would be my thing. Just be comfortable. There's a video going around. I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter yet, JJ. Uh, it's on my timeline. You could probably check it out. It was from the Super Bowl opening night. And there was a. Oh, TV he's talking with- about Freddie Kitchens with the swing set. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. See, that's what I mean, Art. I'd love to hear that sort of stuff. And I know it sounds corny and cliche, but it like makes you seem like a human being, right? Like, well, you're going to lead, but you got a little personality to you. We love that here in New York City. Absolutely. And you watch that video, though, and, it, and there's a difference. When he's telling that story, he basically cut off the reporter's question to tell that answer, to give that answer. It wasn't delivered. It was just one of those things where it was the first thing that came to mind. That is the kind of personality that you need to be. You need to be comfortable in front of the camera. You need to know who you are, know what you believe in, uh, and just kind of, like I said, be Joe Judge. Don't, don't worry about having to live up. You know, sometimes I feel like Matt Patricia tries to be Bill Belichick, and it doesn't work. You know, you're not Bill Belichick. Don't come here and think all of a sudden you're going to dictate all these things in the media, to the public. You know, win some games first before you start dictating. And the the final thing, the name I didn't mention before is the one you just mentioned, the Freddie Kitchen stuff. 
Would it shock you after seeing that video if Freddie Kitchen somehow is on this staff? Oh, not in the least. I, not in the least. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give Freddie Kitchens, you know, the keys to the offense. Believe me. But the way he talked about Freddie Kitchens in that situation, couldn't you see Freddie Kitchens, you know, coming as a running backs coach or or even a QB coach if if that's the way it is to kind of be a part of this offense the way. Joe Judge kind of talked about Freddie Kitchens there, and I joked. I said, "Look, bring him, bring him as part of your staff. When you get your house in Bergen County, have Freddie come on over and make him build the swing set in the back of your house for your kids." That's what I'm talking about, Or I appreciate you staying up late. Great insight on everything that's going on with the Giants. I'll be looking forward to the following throughout on the timeline. I know it's still going to be a busy couple weeks for you. Take care, my friend. Awesome, JJ. Have a good night. Good stuff there from Art Stapleton. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.